And welcome to episode 15 of the Offsides Podcast. Uh, it has been two weeks. We haven't uploaded anything in two weeks for two different reasons. One, went to Portland, uh, was only able to do one recorded interview conversation type thing. It happened at about 2.30 in the morning till about 4.30 in the morning. Uh, and I don't know if it would be a good idea to upload that one, even though it was interesting. And number two, we tried to, we thought it might be a good idea to live stream the NFL draft last week, and it turned out to be a terrible idea because it made no sense. <laughs> but the NFL draft was interesting. You could say that. Very. You could say that. Some people got what they wanted. Some people got what they needed. Some people didn't get much at all. Let's just do that. Our favorite teams excluded. Like, we can't talk about our favorite teams. Who had the best draft? Whoa. And who had the worst draft? Off the top of your head. Worst draft, Seahawks. Really? I mean, yeah, they got a punter. Good job. I, I don't know what else to say. Like, they maybe got the best punter in the draft. I hated their first-round pick. You guys know I hate first-round running backs with very few exceptions. We'll talk about that later. Um, I didn't see anything that I that, you know, made me think that they had anything exciting going on. I don't know. I just didn't like Seahawks draft. We're talking about worst? That was the first thing that came to mind. Worst I thought best? the Patriots had a really good draft. I thought that getting Sony Michelle was good, getting win, obviously a need there um, with the losses they've had to their line. I think they got another offensive lineman later in the draft, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so I feel like they... For a team that doesn't really feel on a needs basis, they definitely took care of a lot of them in this draft. Worst draft Raiders, um, non-bias. You have the highest paid line in the in the NFL, over 100 mil to your line, and two of your first three picks are tackles. Do we, are we counting the Martavis Bryant trade at, for a third round pick in that? I mean, is he going to be on the field? Is he suspended? No, but well, he's behind Bromari Cooper and Jordy Nelson. That's what you're saying. So you don't think they'll go three wide? Oh, they're going to go three wide. They're definitely going to go three wide. They can't improve. They could improve their team other ways. They they definitely. Could. They passed on Derwin James. They passed on, the on defensive Jermaine Edmonds. Side, for sure. Passed on a bunch of cornerbacks. I mean, they also traded for a promising slot corner. So yeah, is Martavis Bryant like is he going to end up even being the third receiver on the field? You mean slot receiver? Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah. Uh, Jordy in the slot, right? I would think. No, well, who they trade? Switzer from the Cowboys. Right, right, right. Yeah. Hey, no. I don't know. I thought the Raiders had a pretty bad draft, too, and you have the 24th-ranked defense, and you spend your first-round pick when – who was Derwin James and Vita Vea on the clock, or was Vita just picked? Either way, you had Tremaine Edmonds and Well, they and traded back, James. so – 10th pick, they had their choice of both of those. Well, yeah, even at 15, you had Tremaine Edmonds and Derwin James. And I don't care if they picked Carl Joseph in the second round two years ago. Like, the best player in the draft up until that point, like, the best player available is there on defense in a position of need. And you take a tackle when you had the, a top 10, and like you said, highest payroll offensive line in the league. I also thought the Saints was kind of a head-scratcher. They seem to like that kid at UC San Antonio. I heard a lot of good things about him. I know they were talking about trading, giving up that much to get him seemed like a lot when you could have traded up, got a Lamar Jackson, you know, to be the heir apparent, got another need. Um, 
what they give up? You remember the? I remember us looking at that trade. It was like, a lot. It has to be a quarterback. There's yeah, like, no way that the they first trade from next year. Yeah. I don't remember what else. They gave up a ton for him. It. I. I I think the the closest comparison, both the guys coming from a relatively small school, he's freakishly athletic, talented pass rusher, got a lot of potential. It's JPP 2.0. Like, I don't know who else to compare him to. And if he turns out to be Jason Pierre-Paul, I like that's not the worst thing in the world. But you're still gambling. You're you're giving up a king's ransom for a gamble on a guy, you know, mid first round. That, ugh, I don't know. Pass rushers are important, and they only have uh, Ooh, Cameron Jordan. Right? Yeah, they have Cameron yeah. Jordan. Maybe had a help great year. Jordan. Had a great year last year. Uh, Cameron Jordan did. Now and, and you got Lattimore, obviously, who's defensive rookie of the year. So yeah, maybe they're doing some things on defense now. But. And they have uh, who's their young safety? Don't they have a young? It, yeah, the it, guy that missed the tackle and stuff on Diggs. I forget his name. <laughs> Mark. I don't know. I can't think of his name. Yeah. Uh, other people who had good drafts, I, you know, it's easy to get excited about people in the first 10 picks of the first round. Um, but looking back a little bit, obvious, like talk about Derwin James again, the chargers, like, I don't even need to know who they drafted past the first round. That's just an exciting pick of a guy that I know that the Ravens coveted. I know they said if they weren't going to get the trade back, I just read today that Eric DeCosta was talking about, if they didn't get the value they wanted to trade back in the first round, that was their obvious 16th overall pick. They were obviously going to take Derwin James. They thought he was maybe the best defensive player in the draft, which is crazy. A lot of people thought that. So him dropping all the way down to the Chargers, they got crazy value there potentially. If he turns out to be another Cam Chancellor type player, Chargers are they're an exciting place. Mike Williams coming back this year. Oh, yeah, we'll see. Do they, do they even need him? On the pass? They would help? Sure. Yeah, yeah, why not? Keenan Allen's a great number one. And if Mike can be kind of a big red zone guy, Keenan take up all the balls down the field? No sure. more Antonio Gates now. They didn't pick what? up his option. Take up all the balls. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you're, <laughs> See, you're this is too much, you man. Can't, you, can't, I, you can't. I didn't even say pause. I was just laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Highlighting where a pause might have been interjected. I know. So we were we watched the draft last week in this room. We we're planning on live streaming it, like I was talking about. And I'm just going to bring it up because I know it's going to get brought up eventually. And as we're inching <laughs> towards the 16th overall pick, don't be rabbit me. Don't 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 do this. So don't don't eight mile and just shoot all of our bullets so you can so we don't have any ammo. I, I learned something. I learned something <laughs> from that movie. I was sitting here praying to the football gods, to Ozzie Newsome. Please don't be Lamar Jackson. Please don't pick Lamar Jackson. Please don't pick Lamar Jackson. Over and over and over and over. And I. I fell victim to, and happily so, the classic NFL fan letting their team pick whoever, whether they like him or not, and then still getting hyped about him after the draft. Yes, he was picked 32nd overall, but I am all aboard the next hype train to Jacksonville, and that's Lamar Jacksonville, not the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I I convinced myself through many videos, interviews, analysis, that it was a great pick, 32nd overall. I don't care if he's ever going to be good or not. I don't know. But I'm excited. I'm very, very excited about Lamar Jackson. You don't care. If we just put this on paper and took your team out of it and said, here's a first-round pick 
that a team made first round selection, you wouldn't care if he's good or not? No, 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 no. I'm saying it's worth the risk on a guy that, yeah, sure, he has incredible potential, but he, he has a really, really high ceiling and a really low floor. So, yeah, it's a huge risk, but the last pick of the first round is very different than a top five pick or even the top half of the first round. Very different. And not only how much you have to pay him, but also in just the value of the pick in general. I'm going to convince myself. I, have I was going to say, I, I was just about to say, people have to be, have to want to be sold to sell someone something. Like you, they have to want to be sold. And I feel like, especially when it's your team, you're looking for a reason for them to sell you on a pick. And you got that reason through highlights and sure. all, all sorts of research on it. But at the end of the day, we all remember being in this room, although it wasn't recorded conveniently, um, you saying, please don't pick Lamar Jackson a good 25 times. Easily. Yeah. I, I would. This is, this is something I realized over the last week. I was talking to these guys the other day about it. You can be one of two different people when you're a fan of any sports team. You can jump all aboard the hype train or you can be a hater. At the end of the day, my opinion doesn't matter. It really doesn't. It never has, never will. It really doesn't. I'm not an expert. I'm not anything. What I do know, it's a whole lot more fun to jump aboard the hype train. <laughs> it's a whole lot more fun. I'd rather be happy and have a great time over the next few months and maybe the next year and just being on that hype train than I would rather be a hater. At the sake of credibility? Sure. I have no credibility. <laughs> <laughs> we all know I don't have any credibility. Let's not joke ourselves. Now, does this fuck up Flacco? Maybe. He was I already mean, fucked up. Who cares? He, he, he messed up a bad franchise. game and the whole stadium starts calling for Lamar. That, I mean, they were going to do that regardless. Yeah. So Whoever that, was there. That's definitely going to happen. The good thing, at least for Flacco, that's happened. Like, yeah, it's been pretty bad over recent years in general. And he's pretty good at being apathetic towards what anybody says. I don't think he at least appears to get rattled at anything. So... We talk about at least he's got one really, really good quality. Joe Cool. He doesn't give a shit. It's Joe Flacco. He's going to do what he does. He got his money already. He'll, even if he does get replaced, what? He goes to being a backup quarterback from now until he's done doing that and getting paid $10 million a year to do it. Because Mike Glennon's getting $10 million a year for what? You think Joe Flacco can get that? Just being a backup for somebody? Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not. I, I mean, that's know. the going rate these yeah. days, it seems like. And I'll, I'll tell you one thing. As a Baltimore Ravens fan, as a, a fan of Joe Flacco, he, at his best, is still not that great. He's had flashes in good games. But overall, I'll admit that he's not a great, great elite quarterback with all the jokes. He has some of jokes. the worst games. He's got some real bad Every games. season, he has some of the worst games of any quarterback. They're not putting him in a position to succeed, to defend him a little bit with a lot of different you know moves and injuries and whatever. But also... Joe Flacco, the good thing for Lamar Jackson, if you come in and make a lot of mistakes, guess what? It's zero sum. Your team's just as good as it was before. So that's going to help Lamar. It's not like you're coming in behind Tom Brady. Could you imagine all those rumors that Lamar was going to go to New England? I think it would have helped him. He he needs he needs a, I don't know. a, a good QB. Nobody can follow Tom Brady. Nobody. It's hard to say, though. I mean, like, it, it's a tough position to be in. You have to be the right person. Jimmy Steve could've. Young. Jimmy could have. Yeah, they, oh, yeah, Steve Young did a damn good job <laughs> after Montana, sure. Yeah, I think Jimmy could have. Maybe. 
I mean, there's not many out there. Guess though. you'll never fucking know. You'll yeah. never. <laughs> so, I, I had to get I had to get the Ravens talk out of there. I could talk about them all day, but what what else do you guys think about the draft in general? Here's the thing. It's funny how like we're all sitting in this room. You're saying Lamar Jackson don't want him. Like don't want Lamar Jackson. We're all talk. We all want the Ravens pick Lamar Jackson just to laugh at you. <laughs> and like we're all making jokes about how he shouldn't be a first rounder. Yet every analyst and like the media has him as a first rounder as right. high as like the 14th pick or right. whatever. So it's just, it's just funny how that works out. Also the stupid, the Patriots find a way to work themselves into <laughs> anything. It's like ESPN trying to mention LeBron, like the whole, this whole thing about how they were going to trade up to two to take Baker is so <laughs> stupid. That was the agent though. It wasn't the Patriots putting that out there. Clearly the agent wanted to let it be known that it wasn't just the Browns that had interest. I guess. I don't know. It's just stupid. Well, obviously it was never going to happen. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. That's why I yeah. think it's stupid that like people were reporting that, oh, the Patriots almost traded up for Baker at two. Like, it wasn't. I just hate when people say almost to something right. that was never going to happen. Well, they, they probably asked. Horseshoes and hand grenades. I mean, like, I mean, they asked a dead phone line. That's what I'm saying. That's my point. <laughs> so, are they, or they, they might have wanted to ask and weren't ever going to give up enough value for it. Who knows? I don't know. Could have got up there with. I mean, where I mean, Rosen was picked tenth. I mean, if he would have, or and then Allen was picked twelfth, maybe in that range. Like they could have called Buffalo and said, "Here are two picks." That's another one though, too. Like Baker, up until the day of the draft, or like a couple days before the draft, everyone thought it was stupid that he would be like a. We would all talk about it would be stupid that he was a top pick, but like after the draft, like you were saying, the media was totally against Baker going one, but, like, GMs and coaches and people in the know, like, saw yeah. Baker as the number one pick. I mean, he performed the best on the field out of all those guys. I mean, that's that, those are facts, as you like to so conveniently point out. I mean, he did. He's- the best draft reaction video I've seen in a long time happened and was recorded in this apartment. <laughs> It was, do you, if you guys remember, a Snapchat. I don't know if the video is still available. I would love to post that video if you still have it. I do. It, it's fantastic. I am disgusted. So walk us through your feelings through that moment leading up to it and what happened and why you made the video. Well, first, let me say I understand the pick. It's just not the pick I wanted. Minka Fitzpatrick is the sexy pick, or even Roquan Smith was the sexy pick. And let me tell you what kind of the Niners did to me. Let's say you're talking to a girl, Mm -hmm. and she's talking nasty over text. I'm following what you're talking about. All the things they want to do, aka the Niners saying, "Oh, we have a bunch of interest in Minka Fitzpatrick, bunch of interest in Roquan Smith." Just talking all this game before Mm -hmm. you get to her house that night. You're watching her. You're spending time with her and she just gives you a hand job <laughs> and nothing's wrong with the hand job but she says you know what i really like you and i want to take things slow and i want this to work long term <laughs> so therefore we got a tackle to protect our love our heart jimmy garoppolo thank you very much our love, our heart. <laughs> our love, love, our heart. I love, love, heart, and hand job all came within like a few words. Of I mean, other. I think that story makes perfect sense. No, I, I 
Told you, I really <laughs> like that comparison. Do you still remember what you said in your instant reaction video? I am though? disgusted. I'm disgusted. <laughs> I am well, absolutely disgusted. I get it. I mean, I felt the same I mean, way. How would you feel walking well, we out? Pick, we pick Ragnar. I mean, it's not the pick that you want. It's not the sexy pick, but it's the necessary pick. It's you. You're gonna want to protect a guy that you just invested what? How many million guaranteed? Eighty, ninety million guaranteed. I mean, all I really... If that's who you wanted, then just tell me that. <laughs> then just say that from the beginning so I don't get excited. And that's the same thing I'd feel like with a girl. Just tell me your intentions. Why do you want me to come over? Do you want me to come over, watch a movie, touchy-touchy a little bit? Or you want to go all the way with the sexy pic, with the sexy actions? Just didn't happen for me. Don't call you at 6 a.m. to cuddle with you. That's yep. what you're saying? Shout out to Drizzy. <laughs> 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 I got nothing right there. Uh, another th- another thing I do remember is that uh, Sterling and I were presented with a uh, a PowerPoint reminiscent of uh, Prestige Worldwide. If those remember, Prestige Worldwide from Step Brothers, and it was all about this young man. And I can say young man now, now that I realize yes. that Sterling gave me permission. Yes. As an old man, he allowed me to say young man yes. out of the Pennsylvania State University, Nittany Lions, Saquon Barkley. So what what was this uh, presentation? What was the inspiration for this? And what happened to Saquon, Nick? I mean, basically, we just wanted you guys to know that Saquon Barkley is the best player we've ever seen. <laughs> best player in the draft. Best running back prospect in the last thousand years. Yeah, yeah. Let's go through some of his AKA traits. Ever, he's stupid, slippery. He got stupid vision. He's stupid. He he's he's got stupid strength. <laughs> he's stupid consistent because he's been doing this since high school. He's stupid fast, and he got stupid hands. And and stupid pipe game. <laughs> If anybody's interested, look at Saquon Barkley's <laughs> girlfriend, who he just impregnated, who just had their first child, and she is beyond beautiful. Beyond. Let's talk about some of the things that he does better than other players. He's more slippery than Barry Sanders. He False. catches the ball better than Calvin Johnson. Lies. He blocks better than Ronnie Stanley. He will jump over everybody. <laughs> just everybody. Oh, man. And he's just way too slippery. Like, you're not going to touch him. He might go for 10,000 yards his first year. Possibly. He's just, 10, he's just stupid consistent. He's been he's been doing all these players that just got drafted. He's been doing this again since high school. Yeah, literally. He's stupid consistent. Oh, my gosh. High, high school being, like, five years ago? And let like, me just say less than that. that if the Niners, by taking Mike McGlinchey, just gave a hand job. The Giants went all the way. <laughs> no, you. She got nasty. She got nasty. That, you walked out of there like, oh damn, that, girl, that girl's nasty. <laughs> that, yeah, that, that's one of the sexiest picks that was out there yeah. for sure. But also the right one. Yeah, yeah, of yeah, sure. Was. Of course, it was. I'll give you that. It was the right pick, and I think it sets him up pretty well. I mean, I think in, you pass on the best quarterback in the draft. I mean, the, the guy that they actually liked. Samuel. I mean, we don't know that they liked him. I think they would have taken him if yeah, they liked they him. Yeah, they liked him that much. And they liked Kyle Laletta in the fourth round as 
much as any quarterback in the draft. And so getting him in the fourth round while also getting Saquon and... Do you actually believe that? I mean... <laughs> Maybe as a fourth-round quarterback, sure. I mean, a lot of people had Laletta rated as a second-round quarterback. Is this true? I'm very wary of what your GM says after they draft the player. Oh, we love this guy the whole time. Like, well, you yeah, have yeah, to. Yeah, I mean, what are they going to say, especially to the media, when that's going to get back to said draft pick? I mean, that you just invested a first in. Like, you have to say, oh, yeah, this is one of the guys we had our eyes on the whole time. Might not have been the guy, but it I was mean, definitely one of ten yeah, possibilities. I mean, just like the Niners last year, oh, if Solomon Thomas didn't drop toes, we would have drafted Ruben Foster. No, the fuck you wouldn't. <laughs> Come on now. That's a fucking lie. That's a real fucking lie. I mean, I get that, but also, like, I'm looking at outside, like, pro football focus and their ratings of these quarterbacks, and, like, the they had him as a second-round quarterback. Like, there's a lot of people that had him ranked high up there. So, I don't know. I think getting Saquon and a guy that you think could be an Eli replacement in two years is fantastic. You still got Davis Webb. Still got Davis Webb, so there's going to be competition. So, speaking of what Ryan just brought up there, that's one thing, I hate to do it again, why I like Eric DaCosta. Multiple comments after (laughs) the draft, how frustrated he was losing out picks that he was targeting, like running back out of Miami. We found that out today that that was the running back he was trying to target. He was trying to target him in the early fourth round, third round, whatever Walton. it was. Yeah, Walton out of Miami. And they wanted running back, and he didn't drop to him. So he's like, okay, well, we went to the next tier of players. So we traded back, and we looked at our next tier. These are the guys we liked the positions we wanted in the next tier. And they fit in that part of the draft. That's honest. How many GMs at least say that? They're like, these are our guys that we thought were going to be here, and this, this were our favorite ones that were still available at this time. That's honest. Yeah. Not many guys say that, so I'm into that. The ego of especially athletes these days is so fragile that you can't really can't really say can't be that candid, I feel like. It, 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 some athletes would take heart to that like, "Oh, you didn't even want me to begin with. Like if you wanted me that bad, then you know, you should have just snowflakes." Yeah, no, it, it's <laughs> it's true. And to bring up another point about quarterbacks in general, because I wanted to, to talk about uh, Kyle Aletta and also Mason Rudolph. <clears throat> in doing my research and trying to convince myself that I like Lamar Jackson more, Michael Vick said something that was pretty uh, uh, pertinent about evaluating quarterbacks going in the draft. It's such a hard thing to evaluate whether it's going to translate into the NFL that he said, no matter who you pick, Every single quarterback coming into the NFL, they're all projects. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's been perfect. Nobody will be. They're all, they all have something that you need to coach up that you need to fix. Except, Every single one. Except Andrew Luck, apparently. Well, Andrew Luck might have been the closest thing we've seen in a long time. And, I mean, when he plays, he's pretty damn good. He, he's great. You can't deny that. Let's keep going. Anyway, <laughs> I, I was, I was just going to wait for his nonsense keep to come going, out right there. My point is that you, you don't really know. So it, it's hard to completely, you know, like I, I'm curious to see what happens with guys like Mason Rudolph and Kyle Aletta. They're in a really, really good position to, to succeed as much as I hate the Steelers. Man, this is just falling <laughs> apart today. So I got that stand up. We good. We'll figure it out. Just slide that in right on. Pause. <laughs> I was about to say in, then I switched it to on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're good. You're good. It's barely. Yes. Stop pulling it around. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I'm. I'm curious to see. 
Come on, man. Geometry. You got this. Uh, I'm curious to see where those guys, like, if they really will have a chance to play and succeed. They're both playing behind two very good quarterbacks. They've had incredible careers, maybe arguably Hall of Fame careers. They're both in two very stable, good franchises, and they both have a lot of talent around them and will have a lot of talent around them when they get a chance to play on the field. Ah, uh, true. Who knows if Ben is completely full of crap when he five. just came out and said that he wanted to play three to five more years. Man, either way, I don't care because the good news is if Ben plays three to five more years, he's going to be garbage for three to five more years because he is on the decline and he showed you it last hope. year. We hope. We hope. hope. We pray. On the, on the decline. Beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, ham. Um... <laughs> We hope that that's the case. And if not, then we'll see what Mason Rudolph does. I wasn't a huge fan. They liked him. Great. They're more experts than I am. Kyle Oletta, I loved. Spiders all the way. That's the worst thing about him. <laughs> that he was a spider? That he's a spider. Also, he can't throw the ball very far. No, not at all. Dad. Anyway. I don't know. I, you can talk about this to the end of time. You can. I mean, Mason Rudolph, we'll see if he gets an opportunity in the next two years but either way i mean ben will get hurt this year for sure like he's always hurt yeah i thought the packers had a pretty good draft i love that double corner dude yeah. the double corner josh first, second round. Fell all the way to them in the second round yeah that's crazy jerry alexander's a freak athlete and josh alexander's a, a big rangy corner they cover both both needs ahead broncos had a good draft too broncos yeah when you got chubb in the with the fifth pick when you get shoved. <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> Who's the they got Corbin Sutton too, right? Yeah. yeah. That's that's stupid. Ooh, and uh, they went, Josie Jewell in like the fifth. So they went Chubb, Cortland Sutton, Royce Freeman, Josie Jewell in the fifth. So like they got some they got some very yeah. solid players that had a lot of production in college, a ton of production. Very conservative picks, very Broncos picks. Yeah. They had a good draft. And Case Keenum in the offseason. Does that mean, do you think that they have envisioned Cortland Sutton to play alongside Demarius Thomas for multiple years? Or do you think Demarius Thomas is, I don't know. I don't know. Demarius Thomas is someone that's hard to judge because he's had such bad quarterback play. I think they're more done with Emmanuel than they are with Demarius. Demarius is a solid receiver. What's interesting, though, is that uh, Cortland Sutton was working out with Emmanuel Sanders right before the draft. Interesting side note. And... Do you really want to have those two big, like, yeah, it's not a bad thing to have two big receivers. Cortland Sutton is much less athletic than Demarius Thomas. Uh, so I don't know. Dude, like, Emmanuel Sanders is your, your quick kind of slot guy. Not really slot. But he is a slot receiver, but I don't know. What's their running back? I know they got Booker. I know they let C.J. Anderson go. They drafted Freeman. They, they drafted, they drafted Royce, oh, Royce Freeman in the third sure. round. Okay. He'll probably start right away. Yeah, yeah I'm sure he will. He's had... Some interesting injury problems over the last couple of years. He's been in and out, so I don't know. Should we talk about the playoffs? We can talk about the playoffs. What's happening right now in the game? I haven't checked. I'm looking right now. Uh-oh. As we sure stand, the Raptors are going to show like the half. Cavs are up six. Cavs are up six right now, game two. Over his sons, the Toronto Raptors. The Cavs are up six? Yeah. Hmm. So, just... yeah, Sterling, the Raptors are not beating LeBron James. We'll see. It's still third. The, the only question is if they. This is a serious question. I asked Ryan this: If the Cavs win tonight, do they sweep? Probably. <sighs> what was the score you had? Sixty-nine. Six, oh, they just—they were just tied sixty-three, sixty-three. So they just 
went on a 6-0 run. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Do you do you want the Raptors to win because you said they would win? Or do you like, is there anything else? Going I, don't ha- on? I mean, I don't think anybody in the East is going to win the championship. So, sure. Yeah. This is more about me confirming my pick than anything else. That and it's just like, if you can't beat him this year, you're, you're never going to beat him because this is the worst team that he's had and this is the best team you've had. This so, is the best team in Raptors franchise history. So and, I don't really know how much more you could, how much better you could get. Best team in Raptors franchise history, maybe the worst the Cavs have ever been with LeBron James on them. Right since he came back. With, yeah, definitely yeah. since he came Do back. Do you think this Cavs team could beat Cavs 2017? Yes. They have Kevin Love at least. Kevin Love is ass. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's still... He actually has 18 points tonight. So. <laughs> It'd be a seven-game series. <laughs> take this, I think this LeBron's way better. This LeBron's better, oh, yeah. though. So, yeah, that Just would be so the... much more polished. and mm-hmm. he's, an, he's been the best player in the playoffs so far, easily. Yeah. Year 15. Didn't they still have Zadrunas back then, though? And Carlos Boozer. Ooh! Mo. Mo <laughs> Willie. Was he on the championship yeah. team? Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't think he was. I'm seventeen. I, I don't think he was on that team. Ooh, you Let's might look. be right. It was Booby. That was Booby. That Booby. Yeah. You want to win? Put Booby in. Daniel Gibson. Is that <laughs> what we're talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gibson. Booby I love Gibson. Daniel Gibson. I think that was about 2007. Yeah, team. that was because they they beat Don't. the Pistons that year with him and Booby basically. Oh, Anderson Verjao. Delonte. Delonte hot sauce in my bag. Larry West. Hughes was on that team. Ooh. Drew Gooden, man. Oakland. Drew Gooden, the the sleeper triple double guy that will play terrible for twenty games in a row, then get a triple double, then play terrible for twenty more games. Like how? I, I don't understand him. I think this team probably beats that team. You're right. Mo was on that team. It was Booby. But it's close. It's not. If not for anything fun. else, just because LeBron's better. Yeah. It's not that much. Supporting cast isn't that much better. Remember Shannon Brown? Of course I remember Shannon Brown. <laughs> dunk on <contest>. now. <laughs> Had the one of the best almost dunks in NBA history. <laughs> one of the best almost dunks. How do you feel about the Rockets losing last night? Not worried about it. Donovan Mitchell had a great game. Listen to Kobe's analysis in detail. Oh my um, gosh, come on. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean they're facing up that backcourt is facing up back for two rookies. They had a bad shooting night. I mean, that's all it was. They had a bad shooting night. Gobert is a beast. Gobert was dominant. You know, if you're forcing them to only shoot perimeter shots, either they're going to fall or not, and they didn't fall last night. Can we just talk about Joe Inglis? Seven threes? Had the game of his life in a very crucial... You'll never guess who was guarding him. Anybody? James Harden. James I thought Harden. it was James James Heron. I thought that's what we decided to call him. So James Harden, dominant defender, is that what you're saying? Yep. That's who he is. Two it, D's, maybe. Harder to in. But also <laughs> Come on, man. That was bad. That was bad, but we're gonna bring up Wardell Stephen Curry. He's back, ladies and gentlemen. He is back. Full fledged. Twenty seven minutes. Twenty eight points. A plus. 26 a plus 26 thank you very much sterling i know you hate him you don't want him to succeed Ugh. but he does this for you we know you <laughs> love that plus minus i i do love that plus minus it's a big stat but and it's 26 a lot 
Plus 26 is a lot. Especially okay. when Kevin Durant was a minus four. <sighs> minus 21 with him off the floor. Clearly, his influence on that team is, ev- I mean, it's evident. Like, what can you say? Just wait till he plays. starts playing 40 minutes in the playoffs, and it's pretty much over. Sorry. Uh, why are you sorry? <laughs> what, are you, what are you apologizing for? You don't want him, you don't want him to succeed. I, I don't want him to prove me wrong in my prediction, but... In this series, I predicted they beat them without staff in five. So I don't know how much better is sweep. The sweep now that he's back, maybe. I still think they get one. The Warriors AD will get you one. Are so much better than the Rockets. You, <laughs> they're so much better. How much better? I mean, a team who, when they were fully healthy, lost five times in the, uh, all season. Like I. I Facing a team that has lost a total of two playoff games. Or three now. Three. three now. Let's go the last few years how many playoff games they lost. Oh, Not many. It's actually been two. They won 16-1 and one last year and yeah. That's in two years. So it's a year and six games. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, let's calm down. Also, Draymond Green is manhandling Anthony Davis. Pause. That's not quite a uh, No, that's bad. Come yeah, on. Come on, Sterling. <laughs> just, it was more about the way you said it than, than what you actually you, said. You're getting all... Getting <laughs> you grab as yeah. you grab the mic. I, 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 I don't know. But How do you feel about the Charles Barkley, Draymond stuff? I like it. It's just fun drama? I honestly I like, I like when Draymond plays with an edge. And I think that just adds to it. That's what they need from him. It's like trash talking Michael Jordan. Not saying that he's anything like yeah, michael jordan relax, but, relax, relax, relax. yeah i'm just saying <laughs> that he may might perform better with an edge yep it seems to be okay as long as they're not playing lebron because then he gets suspended he gets suspended yeah starts kicking people in the nuts shit like that yeah. well that but plus the league and referees are going to have a closer eye on anything lebron le- related so speaking of lebron i just wanted to bring up a couple stats for two of your other least favorite players in the nba because uh, Ryan already brought up Steph. LeBron has 24 assists this series and two turnovers. It's pretty pretty nice. <laughs> That's insane, actually. Pretty nice. Um, also, you've talked all the time about how you love plus minus and how Kyle Kuzma is so much better than Lonzo. Well, Lonzo actually had a better plus minus than Kyle Kuzma this year. Just wanted to say. And that's an average. So it's not. How many games did he? Oh, I was good. It's an average. Oh, okay. Got it. I checked. Got it. All right. That's still not skewed by the number of games that it's played because if you play more games, your average is a little bit more or less weighted. But okay. Just wanted to point it out. I just love the dynamic that it's turned into of these two being a huge fan of a Lakers player and you hating him and you being a huge Lakers fan. This is the best. We'll see how long he's actually a Laker. I've been Team Triple B's. We'll see how long he's actually a Laker. He's their future. Yes. Their whole brothers. Future trade bait. Future Future trade bait. Sub Kawhi. Brandon Ingram is both talked about trade options. Sub Kawhi. Brandon Ingram? You think they're going to trade him? Can we talk about Russell Westbrook losing again in the first round yes, of the playoffs? Yes, we can. Thank you very much. I mean, god damn. <laughs> you guys gave him the MVP because he got some triple doubles? You got to be Don't fucking you kidding. guys with me. Not I you guys. Harden. Not you guys. I, my pick was you Harden last year. You fucking NBA players 
Some thought he was on the same level as Mr. Wardell, but that's just not the fucking case. Three seasons now without Kevin Durant. Two first-round playoff exits. The other one where KD was hurt for the year, he missed the fucking playoffs. Don't ever put him in the same fucking breath as Stephen Curry ever again in your life. He did deserve that MVP, though. No, he didn't. Yes, he he des- deserved... He had no help from a guy that just was is going to win most improved player? No. Most improved? That's the point of the award. Well, he got better this year. Or was it just he didn't really have an opportunity to be dominant like he could have been? Because he was hampered by Russell Westbrook. Yeah, I mean, he just he doesn't get his team in rhythm. He's worried about getting himself in rhythm, which is fine. No, but he's I, just never going to win a chip. Well, way. 43 shots for a point guard should never happen. I, mean, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're Steph Curry and you're the greatest shooter ever. Like, 43 shots from a point guard is never going to get it done. Man, if Steph shot 43 times in a game. He's putting up 80. I would love to see it in one of these games. Won't have to. 79-68. Cavs are running away with this game. He'll never have to do that. But I would love I feel like Steph is the only player right now that could score 80. Nah. There's some players that could get hot. Yeah. Dame could probably do it. I mean, I guess that's a stupid statement since Devin Booker's <laughs> <Clay>, 71. <laughs> Clay yeah. could definitely but do it. I feel like Steph can just score points so much faster than anyone. You know what's obnoxious? That three of the very three of the ten players, right his teammate, three of the ten players in the NBA that could probably score eighty in a game are on the same team. Yeah, that's crazy. That's good drafting. And Draymond would have like twenty five assists that game. <laughs> <laughs> They're simultaneously scoring eighty, and Draymond setting the record. That's for always assists in a game. Assist and just screens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Assist screen steals turning into more points, sure. Uh, one of the funniest comments I saw recently was from Sam Presti talking about Paul George, saying, Paul George needs continuity. He needs to stay and have continuity. Oh, to that's have the reason. That's yourself? Continuity? Continuity. Oh, my God. I was dying laughing. This, like, guy, this guy is packing his bags, laughing at that statement. He already took his kids out of school. <laughs> no, seriously. They, no, he I took his kids it. out of I'm school. I'm like, why? He's not saying. Like, my favorite is grasping. <laughs> my favorite meme today was the like a report. Uh, Thunder want to move on from Mello and also keep Paul George. And someone commented, "Man, they're going over two. <laughs> <laughs> or the other one where it was like Russ talking to Mello right next. Yeah. Like, Come on, man, you have twenty eight mil. You don't need. You don't need twenty eight mil. You have enough money. Yeah. Uh, there's no way even if they want to keep them there's no way that they're paying what 200 million dollars total with the luxury tax it's something ridiculous like that since Melo's gonna clearly opt in for his 28 mil so (laughs) um can the celtics beat the sixers they can beat the sixers will they nah Okay. <laughs> Who did that? Oh, our coworker. Yeah. Nah. That didn't. That didn't concern you at all. That first game. Oh no! It looked real bad. Uh, <laughs> I. I don't. I don't. I don't even know what to say. They're. They're, they're so well coached. They're so well coached. <laughs> what I've been saying this whole time. And they got some talent, man. And the Sixers played a bad game. Like I. That team is going to be a problem for the next, I don't know how many years. You can't uh, say it, that, though, honestly, ever. They're I doing this. You have a window, they're doing this with who right now? No, I understand that, but you could say that about any team. Re- any of these previous, dy- oh, they're going to do this for the next five years. 
Who would have ever thought that OKC team doesn't even come out of that with one chip? The only one yeah. you're pretty confident about is when you look at the Golden Warriors. State, yeah, mm-hmm. when they when they were were so young and so good, well, even when, before they yeah. had Kevin Durant, you're still pretty confident in saying that. Yeah, because they won 65 and then what 73. Yeah, yeah. When after those two years in a row, you're like, oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh, not good. And then they win 73, lose, and then a month later get Kevin Durant. <laughs> I really want this to be a chippy series, though, because this is going to be a matchup that gets seen a lot over the next few years. Like These two teams are on a collision course. Do you trust Kyrie's knee in the future? Suppose this is a chronic knee issue. I mean, it's a chronic issue. Um, Dude, Terry's better. Yeah, I mean, you got to try to... You're going to have to match Rozier. <laughs> Shut uh, up, Nick. Hey, you he's trying to slide that in right there. You're going to have to... You're going to have to match whatever Pause. offer he gets. <laughs> at the end of next year <laughs> or if they get a draft pick out of uh, the Lakers pick this year if it falls between I think what 6 and 10 or 2 and 6 they get the Lakers pick yeah, I don't know I don't know the specifics and anything of it. else it goes to Philly yeah um, so let's go to Philly We'll see. I mean, I would take Boston's drafting over our scouting over Phillies. At least it has a better hit percentage. What? Based on. So Brad Stevens. Based on Jalil Okafor and Nerlens Noel. And to this point, Markel Fultz, who was the number one pick and hasn't seen action in the series <laughs> or the playoffs. <laughs> He's played how many games in his whole career? I'm just. Hey. <laughs> Come on, that I'm not. No, this isn't even me. Like rooting for the Sixers. That's... Tatum should have been number one. <laughs> Tatum, fit, Tatum fit their team better if you're going to play Ben Simmons at the point anyway. So I don't. I didn't understand that logic to begin with. But Donovan so Mitchell should be number one. Donovan Mitchell is if he gets to the finals. What is Brad Stevens the goat? If he gets to the finals, he's not the goat, but best coach in the league. If we since we don't know if Pop's gonna come back, yes. Like you know, I'm a huge Pop fan, and I'll start even considering that. Better than Steve Kerr for sure. That's fair. Don't agree with it, but that's fine. And also, like you, if you like Brad Stevens, it's easy to convince yourself of that because it's kind of a fair-ish argument, which I know that we both do. So anyway. I, I'm not ready to say Brad Stevens is better than Steve Kerr. So I think what, what I'm trying to get at Sterling of on his definition of a good coach, it's not when coaches turn good players great. It's when coaches turn average players good. Do you think that's more that's coaching better? <laughs> we'll never know what Steve Kerr can do without that many like legit all stars on the team. But I know that. Throughout this entire year, Brad Stevens have had to, has had to change his lineup. We might eventually know. What do you mean when they leave? I, what they, you don't think you, you think he's only going to be a coach for a couple more years? I mean, with the hell with the migraines and everything, like Maybe. who knows? Hey, I mean, how long would he want to coach? So is Mark Jackson just a terrible, terrible, terrible coach? As far as offensive continuity. Probably not the best coach. I mean, after, he's a big he's a big players coach. He's a good rah rah guy. Yeah. But as far as execution, X's and O's, like he's not that dude. Well, because Ryan would know the 
That was a loud car. Yeah. Ryan would know the exact stats, but after Steve Kerr got there, they were, what, top three in offensive and defensive efficiency. They've been that every year since he's gotten there. I mean, that's with the same core outside of the last two years of KD. I mean, it's the same core players. It's a damn good core players. Damn good core players. So that's what I'm asking. So you don't credit Steve Kerr at all for making those three great? No. No. Why not, though? Minimal credit. Because they were going to so be great. They were going to be great regardless. There was, there was argument that they shouldn't have fired Mark Jackson in the first place. And the only reason they did fire him was more of a inter, like, the relationship that he had within the organization, not their results. I mean, what, they lost in seven games to the Clippers, the Clippers who were on paper the better team. And he they had consistently gotten better during his time there, so... Who's to say they wouldn't have taken that next step as play as individual players? Now, if you're saying that the, he installed a better system because he played under great coaches with great offensive systems, the triangle with Phil, with the, the motion offense with Pop, like he's been exposed to that, and he's a very smart dude. So, being able to implement that type of system with these players, you're going to get better results than just saying, "Here, go out there. Here's the ball. Go do whatever you do." So you're saying he's a good coach? I'm saying he's a good coach. I'm saying he's not a better coach than Brad Stevens. Well, who has- obviously that this argument's super arbitrary, like comparing two coaches like that. Yeah. But I'll stay out of this one. To play the other side, I mean, Steve Kerr's first year was the first year Draymond. Like that was the first year he played. got significant minutes. Yeah. So I mean, that could be a difference between the Mark Jackson, Steve Kerr era, but. I'm even coming around to, like, I, I can't deny the fact that he's probably a damn good coach. Like, Ooh, Kirk? Steve Kerr. Oh, yeah. I'm, I never said that he wasn't. Okay. I, so there's no way am I saying that he's not a great coach. He's in the top three coaches in the league. So comparing two to three is kind of silly. Right. This is what okay. we do, okay. me and him. Is that we do, we well, do two and three comparisons. The way comparisons you were talking made it seem like you were saying he's 15 or 20. I wish you could be watching what LeBron is doing right now. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I thought you were on hey. zero dark twenty three. I don't know for the playoffs. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> I that. Tell, walk us through what's happening. Let's just we'll just go to the stats. I mean, they're up four. They're up thirteen, and LeBron is just dominated with thirteen or thirty one, thirteen, and seven. Just completely dominated. And Kevin Love is pitching in with twenty seven and nine. That's too. a great. The game from Kevin Love. But back-to-back... Oh, my gosh. He's going... Oh, he did it again. Back-to-back series. He hit a fadeaway that was reminiscent of that shot he hit to tie the game. It was, like, the exact same shot. Then he came back, hit a three. Then he came back and just made Siakam or whoever that is just look silly with a drive to the basket. He has just took over this game. <laughs> Up 15. Back to zero dark 30. That's it. <laughs> We can uh, we can take this moment to thank our sponsor Kiki's Chicken in Sacramento. Yeah, Kiki's. That was some good chicken the other day, boy. Ugh. And the Kiki sauce I'm actually coming around to as my personal favorite. It's like the perfect in between of sweet and spicy. Their buffalo is just so good for me to get anything else. Their buffalo. It's so range. solid. Yeah. You can't go wrong with Kiki's, man. Best fried chicken in Sacramento that I've ever had. Are we really? saying South? Oh, no, saying, no, 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 no. Are we no, counting no, no, South? No, 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 no. South? South, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. But those are two very different type of establishments, right? You just yes. said fried chicken. 
So the best have- fried chicken is South. The best chicken tender is Kiki's. Facts. Okay, so best chicken tenders. Kiki's Both of them, be- to be honest, are the best I've ever had of each of. Kiki's might be the best chicken tenders I've ever had. Oh yeah, I life. agree. I agree. What do you guys think it is about them? They're they're so juicy. the The breading is perfect in terms of like yeah. just enough, not too much, yeah. but not you know not too little. Juicy, a little bit of crunch, break apart very easily. You guys really have to try the waffle. I'm telling you guys, it's hard to go to the waffle when I love fries so much, and like. Not to say that their fries are the best, but it's just a good combination with the tenders. But I, I'll try it one of these days. One of these days, I'm, I'll have to do a chicken and waffle. I thought I'd put you guys on fire wings, man. I got to try fire, fire wings. Fire wings is very good. Um, I heard about that spot. It's probably the be- my favorite wings in Sacramento now. There's one in so we're, we're talking wings, though, right? Okay, Not, yeah. Well, I'm just yeah, 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 I'm off okay. topic. Okay. But, yeah, I was just trying to be clear. That's all. Yeah. Fire did, wings. Did you ever, um, have you guys ever had Orchard? Orchard Thai Wings? Down there on Broadway and thir- like thirty third, I want to say. Uh, but they have to, they have a lot of like stay away from Broadway and downtown at all costs. <laughs> they have a lot of variety in terms of like the the type of wings they have, like Thai peanut butter and Bangkok wings and like all that type of stuff. It's pretty good. Sterling can vouch. You guys got to try Chicago Fire Wings. Chicago Fire Wings are great. They are. I haven't had either one of what you guys are talking about, so. Yeah, we'll go to fire I know soon. you and, and our coworker were on a quest uh, to find the best wings in Sac. Yeah, in Sacramento, fire wings is very good. That's all I'm going to say. I don't want to overhype it. I mean, it's wings. Mm-hmm. They have different type. Of, they have a peanut butter flavor, like you were saying. Yeah, they have the salt and pepper, where it comes with like on, it's like onions and jalapenos. It's it's. Are it's they expensive? Here's like, an here's an interesting question for you though. Have you have you tried like a normal like buffalo flavor there? Yeah. And it that's still like in your opinion convincingly better than a you know typical buffalo wild wings wing stop type. I mean, whatever. it's not substantially. Oh my gosh, this is the best. But you one. just you you would prefer it. Yes. Okay. And I think the other thing too is I prefer their sides. Sides is big to me. They have mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. You could sub for a dollar. Friend, garlic are you, fries. Are you talking south again or? No, <laughs> I'm talking. Uh, <laughs> Fire wings. They have jalapeno fibers. You could sub for your side. Ugh. Garlic noodles. Just everything. Oh, it's okay. it's 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 legit. No. When I was in Seattle, I had the best jalapeno poppers ever. They were so good. Wrapped in bacon, just the right oh, amount of cream fuck. cheese. Are you guys? Do you like jalapeno poppers? I love, love jalapeno love poppers. Am I the only one who prefers the cheese, not the cream cheese jalapeno poppers? I kind of like the cream cheese. I mean, no, I like them both. I like the, both. I go cheese. I will go cheese over cream cheese. Yeah. I go cream cheese. As long as it's not too much. That's that's always the issue. When it's too much, it just tastes like a big glob of cream cheese. Yeah. It's nasty. That's now the thing. Like, you can have too much cheese, and it's still bomb. That yeah, that's true. That's now true. that I think about it, the ones in Seattle, I think I'd go cheese. Ooh, that's Ooh. even better. Much better. Here we go. Ooh, yeah. That's probably what did it. The bacon was just unreal, and the goat cheese. Goat cheese is so good. Some of the best poppers I ever had were at Yaks and Dunsmere, up uh, on the border of uh, California and Oregon. I'm like, why have I heard of? Because I've talked about is it a that lot. Why? That place yeah. is so damn good. <laughs> if you're ever driving from to or from California and Oregon, right as you get south of the border, you get you're starting to go down mountain. You'll see a town called Dunsmere. It's in between like Weed and like Wairika, kind of, and uh, it's just a one exit. 
you know, one gas station type town, and you'll find a place called Yaks, and there's signs for it, and outside they say rated top whatever burger in America. It's true. That place is unbelievable. Fantastic burgers. And they, everything, I believe, like all their ingredients are completely local, all that stuff. It's all like made in house, like everything's made in house. Super expensive for like, it's like $16, $18 burgers and like with the side, whatever. Worth it. Unbelievable. This is the only place in like a 100 mile radius that probably does what they do. Oh, so. yeah, for sure. <laughs> so if I drive to Ashland, will I pass by yes, it? Yes, you will drive right by it, dude. <laughs> and the nice thing is, it'll take you three hours to get from here to Dunsmere. And then it's only another hour to Ashland. Right. So, like, it, you'll drive right by it. Totally worth it. Like, weird kind of old school diner feel. But, like, the food itself, it's heavy. Like, it's a heavy meal. How is the drive to Ashland? It's nice. I mean, I mean like, the first two and a half hours just driving through farmland. I know. Well, but I, I guess after that, is it just a bunch of hills and stuff? Well, you got to go over a mountain. Fuck. It's not. <laughs> I just don't know if my sick will make well, it. I, so, I'm just asking. Uh, in, no, <laughs> I've done it so many times now like it it's really not that steep at any point like to be honest with you it's it's a little bit windy it's not like it's not that crazy because like chess is so uh spread out it's not like you're going a really like super super windy for a lot of it and it's not like super up and down it's just like you can't you like slowly go all the way up and you go around it levels out for a while then you kind of go back down but ashland's a pretty high elevation so it's, have you driven to santa cruz uh yeah is it like that Worse than the grapevine. <laughs> uh, My car would not make it up to grapevine, by the way. So I don't, I don't really remember. I've never what tried that it. Was like. so I don't think I want to find out. Probably, I don't it remember is, what that was like. To be honest with you, your car would make it through the grapevine. It doesn't seem like so. it's that bad. Yeah, I, like people think it's that crazy, unless it's raining out, which then it gets. It's the bad. first. It's the first go. Yeah, that's it. Co- going to L.A. Right, like passing that petro station like mm-hmm. that's the worst part and it's not even that yeah bad. going so, into la it's fine it's Coming so out of it it's a little bit steep i, I think your car would make it <laughs> i think <laughs> i it think would. i'll probably run a car to be safe if you rent, yeah. well obviously you rent a car be no problem it's not that bad but yeah dunsmere yaks y-a-k-s yaks <laughs> uh it's a little too far for a, a sponsorship though i mean if they want to uh it, i it's a little bit too long of a drive for sure so the first time i went there I went with tom and it was such a heavy meal i made him drive the rest of the way to bend like i don't even think i could have lasted so like three hour drive to bend yeah yeah it was it like was three like, to three to Dunsmere, three more to bend close to there to get my i wish i would have known about this place and uh yeah it was a pretty easy drive been that was the next stop it's so funny because we're, we're both from portland the first time i drove up with them was from uh like santa cruz area and we stopped in obviously it w- wouldn't have been open at this time but we got to reading at like 11 30 p.m and we wanted to go in and out because n- both of us never really had the opportunity to eat in and out that often being from portland so that's where we stopped the first time but second time we had to stop at yaks so place is good but kiki's <laughs> local chicken tenders cop that shit it's the best around I think they have three locations, by the way. I think they have one in... Uh, they just opened one. Like Arden? Arden. Yeah, just opened one in Arden. And they're coming out with a uh, mobile food truck. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, they're coming out with a food truck. If they can get in our thing. Yeah, we need to contact them to, to show up. Yeah, they need to do that, and they need to get downtown in the park. For the I need to give it a 
couple weeks though. We had it so many times. Yeah, it was that... it was too much. Yeah. Yeah, you too. <laughs> yeah, you too. <laughs> Glad I had a diet as an excuse. It's like every day with this. Yeah, it's so close though too. Like it's such an easy drive to get there. So Kiki's Chicken, if you're in Sacramento, uh, don't be fooled by the uh, decor or exterior appearance. It is worth it. <laughs> Those are always the best spots anyway. So it is true. Best tenders in town. Uh, I know Sterling's got to get out of here. What time is it? 5.05. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, he's got to get out of here. I got nothing else for today. You, you got something to wrap it up? <laughs> That's it. There it is. There it is.